Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! I am Nick. And I am Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Yes. We've talked about it before. Have I know on this podcast. Uh, if you've been listening, you probably know where we all live. Or where we live at this point. Correct. Because right. we yes. don't really hide that at all. So. No. Um, yes. But for anyone that's new, we live south of Chicago. Southwest, really. Yes. And we've talked about this before too i think it goes back to episode one uh go on the inm canal yes you know it's a pretty important or definitely was more important in the past but it's still a pretty important part of where we live it shaped how everything looks everything was based around it yeah and so let's talk about that a little bit okay i mean it was pretty important in just creating illinois as a state in general yes which is you know, I didn't really know that too much. You know, it kind of makes sense, but I mean, you could we could do an entire podcast on the Item Canal. Just there's so much history behind it. We are going I, to. I don't mean just an episode. I mean, we could just have a podcast on the Item Canal. Did you just invent no my second favorite idea for a podcast? No, <laughs> Item Canal cast. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> But we are going to talk about a little bit of it because it okay. is kind of important to sure. the story I'm about to tell you, which you don't know where I'm going with this. Nope, but that ex- this excites me. I'm already sold. Yeah, but it is important to... I'm an easy sell in Illinois history, but I'm sold. Yeah. So construction began in 1836 and it would finish 12, year li- 12 years later in 1848. Okay. It's a big, big undertaking, you know. Yes. The canal at completion was 60 feet wide, 6 feet deep with towpaths constructed on each edge uh the towpaths were for mules to pull barges down the canal at the time in the mid 1800s shipping was big like huge it was before railroad yes you know kind of on the cusp but big deal so shipping was how the midwest became kind of a powerhouse i don't know if that's the right phrase but i would go with that yeah i mean it was important a lot of towns in this area are actually based off of these towpaths, and uh, they were spaced apart on letting the mules rest from pulling these barges. So, a few towns that were created for this. Let's do it. Chicago. Bam. Lockport. Boom. Morris. Who? Ottawa and LaSalle Slam dance. were all established by the Canal Commission in order to help fund the construction of the canal. I was a little shocked by this, that Chicago was made for this. Did a little, didn't dive too deep into it because that's a whole thing. It's for the second podcast I'm starting. Yeah, uh, <coughs> it was though. Uh, the Canal Commission, I'm, I didn't write down the years. That's okay. But it was about two years after the commission 
was created, Chicago was established officially. So, like, you know, there's probably people living there and stuff, but... Yes. But let's generate some revenue. Yes. Some taxpayers. Let's do it. Chicago, boom, on the map. I mean, that's pretty wild. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. History's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty... And that's just the goddamn Einem Canal. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, and it's a big undertaking. But that's about all we're going to touch on. No, I lied. Yes. Uh, but the canal is dangerous to make. Uh, I mean, it connects so Lake Michigan to the Gulf of Mexico, basically. Yeah, duh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Through rivers and all that stuff. But the canal itself, I didn't write any of this down, but it's miles long. Like, not 100 by any means, but like, it's big. I think it was 1.8 hectare acres. I'm making these up. I didn't write them down. But that's from memory. A lot of space. A lot of space. But it was a dangerous dangerous undertaking that was done mostly by Irish immigrants, which, again, we talked about in our first episode. Uh, Check that out. I don't know. Is Seamus our unofficial mascot? Yes. Probably. Yes. Unofficially, he represents this show very well. Uh, It is undocumented how many people died. But a lot died during the construction. Do you have the over-under and how many people had bare hands sewn to their hands during this if during this treacherous undertaking? There's more than one, I think. Okay, all right, continue. Yeah. But, you know, so a lot of people died. It's dangerous shit. Yeah, I don't really understand what was so dangerous about it, but this is me sitting here going like, oh, the canal? I don't know. I could do some guesses. I can do some guesses. The work. fact that they just didn't stop working and just worked until they broke down. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking because, I mean, digging sucks. Yes, it does. And if you got people, you know, you're getting paid a nickel a day or whatever the fuck people were getting paid back then. Not a lot. But, Not a lot. You know, at the time, needed to happen. So, I don't know. Their exhaustion, you know. Right. I imagine just their respect for human life was not a priority. OSHA wasn't around either, no. so you know who knows <laughs> yeah. what was going on. Right. Uh, but yeah, so when towns form a group of people, a settlement, uh, some of those people inevitably they uh, die, such as life. Unfortunately, especially back then. Yeah, and with, with this high number of deaths in the area of the canal with the construction and everything, there are a lot of cemeteries around. Hmm. I don't know if it's above average, really, but they're out there. You know, they are. Everybody's got one in town, but uh, we have a local cemetery that is creepy and supposedly haunted. And actually, there's a few of them around here that are kind of supposedly haunted. I've heard some stories, you know, growing up around here. Um. Uh, but we have some very old cemeteries that go back to the mid-1800s. And we have some Potawatomi burial mounds, too. So, you know, there's things around the area. Talk. Stuff spreads. But there is one cemetery that gets most of the focus around here, and it is Oxable Cemetery. And, uh, you know, I think we've both been there. I think together. I just... <laughs> Absolutely. I just took a drink in um, 
support of the Exile Cemetery. Mm-hmm. No one could hear that, but it was happening. So I'm going to read a quote here by uh, Michael Clean from MysteriousHeartland.com. You just know the direct, you know the Einem Canal in my heart. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about this. So Oxable is a quaint garden-like cemetery tucked in the woods near Oxable Creek in Grundy County. Despite an under, otherwise mundane existence, it continues to be a point of contention between local youth and law enforcement, with paranormal tourists often caught in the middle. The legends associated with the cemetery are of the usual stock, strange car trouble, the ghost of a young child, and rumors of a gate to hell. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oxable is yet to appear in any books on Illinois ghost lore, but it has been discussed and debated at length on numerous websites. Why can't... Is there some kind of like ixnay on the Oxable? Is it like just... I mean... I mean, I found a lot on Oxable and I did right. not... I mean, I've never looked for it online. Right, me neither. Never. never not it's always just been... In town, we talk about it. You know, high school, we talked about right. it. Something you can just go to isn't something you Google usually. Right. And when I actually sat down and Googled this, there was a lot on it. Oh, my God. Uh, according to a history... I'm continuing uh, Yes. my quote here from Michael Clean. Sure. According to a history of Oxable Township and Villages by D.A. Henneberry, Oxable Township was a hunting ground for Potawatomi Indians before Europeans arrived. The first... White settler in the area was Salmon Rutherford, a notable figure in Pioneer, Illinois. He arrived in 1833 and established the settlement of Dresden. The land around Oxable Creek provided fertile soil for farming, a bountiful harvest of timber, and a large population of wild bees, which supplied honey for the settlers. The honey was made into an alcoholic beverage called methaglin, which is just a herbed mead. Like it? Yeah, I like, I like this. I like it too. That's, I like this. I, yeah, I make a lot of those. And the connection, the so... Okay, anyways, go on. Anyways. Yep. The nearby town of Manuka. Weird. Weird. Don't know that place. No, never been there in my life. Uh, was platted in 1852, but did not experience much growth until after 1858. Oxable Cemetery was probably in use around that time. Referring to the local residents... Mr. Henneberry wrote, Religion has taught them to subdue any evil tendencies they may have ever had with very noticeable results. What on earth? But the suppression of evil tendencies did not prevent rumors from spreading about satanic worship at Oxable Cemetery. Get out of here. Right? (laughs) (laughs) In the 1980s, Satanists were feared to be hiding under every rock. Oh my God. Uh, Maybe something to do with our our boy, uh, the Godfather, Satanist, I don't know, the Necro-Satanus. Oh, it's uh, Necro-Satanicos? Yeah, in the 1980s. I think there was a, oh, was there a Satan scare in the 80s? There, that's all, that was a thing. Yeah. There's like a Satan panic or something. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I just Maybe like, it was heavy metal was big during then, I don't know. Well, right, I mean, that's gonna, you know. Yeah. Don't think they had, don't think they had Dio back in 1853. Oh, Dio's cool. <laughs> They probably didn't, though. Uh, so Satanists were feared to be hiding under every rock. So a remote cemetery, hidden from prying eyes and a favorite drinking spot for teens, was a natural incubator for such rumors. 
The most notable story at Oxable concerns the ghost of a young girl that has been seen lurking around the cemetery. According to the Shadowlands Index of Haunted Places for Illinois, the ghost will only appear if you get out of your car. The story has generated a lot of discussion on StrangeUSA.com, where contributors reported that recently someone removed the headstone of a six-year-old girl and left it on the playground of an elementary school. Well, what? The alleged ghost belongs to that particular girl. And an anonymous visitor to StrangeUSA.com claims to be the property property owner around the cemetery and had this to say, and this is quoting a quote, uh, whether you, a paranormal investigator, drug addict, or just kids looking for some fun time, please stay out of the woods. So that's uh, odd, to say the least. Enticing. I'm interested. Yeah, right? I like that. Yeah, so... (sighs) I mean, I kind of touched on it at this point, but we've always kind of heard these rumors, you know. Sure. Uh, Satanists, sacrifices, strange fires, Hmm. mists. Odd. The Satanist path, which I hadn't heard of that until I started reading about this, but that was a big one. There's Apparently there's a... So the highway, I... 80 yes isn't too far no it's not no, it's right there really it's not too close but apparently there's a path that goes through the woods winds through and ends up on the uh kind of over by the highway was my understanding so that's a little weird it's awesome but uh the gate to hell yeah that that's yep. a thing apparently i'd like to know about that i'd like to know more about it still and i've done all the research uh, and apparently, so you guys are going to have to, listeners are going to have to Google this, but you know what I'm talking about. The, uh, gatekeeper or not the gatekeeper, the groundskeeper shed that kind of shows up with all the pictures of it. Yes. It's so, just an empty shed. That's creepy as fuck. It's creepy as fuck. Uh, apparently supposedly it has tunnels underneath it. Get out of here. No, it does not. Well, that's the rumor. Well, I'm too old to be going to this graveyard. Yeah. Are we going to go there? Not going to say that on the air. Yeah. No. Probably not. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm definitely. We're not definitely going there. Yeah, ever. I'm definitely not going to go down Satan's path and look for tunnels in an abandoned shed that's creepy as fuck. Nope, not, not once. Not doing that. So, I'm going to read you a first-hand account story of okay. somebody that did go there, though. Okay. It wasn't us. No. It, it really wasn't. No, this, <laughs> this, no, this wasn't us. This is, uh, I took it from... Ghostly Activities. Amazing. Dot com, and Amazing. it's a true ghost story. Oxable Cemetery in Manuka. And it was written by Jacob Rice. Uh, a little bit of context. It seems like he has, him and some friends do a blog in investigating paranormal and monster type stuff. Intriguing. Which I kind of want to reach out to him at this point, but these are about four years old at this point, so... I need to check his website and see if they're still right. active. Yeah, see if that's still going on. But regardless, we're going to talk about his friend's encounter. Okay. It's not every day your ghost hunt becomes the ghost story, but that, that is exactly what happened to Ghostly Activities co-founder, Celine Graham. When she went to get preliminary readings for an upcoming investigation, 
Oxable Cemetery, location Manuka, Illinois. Well, we're just getting very specific directions on how to get here. Is the oh, next? We don't need to know if we need those. Uh, I mean, it's in the quote. Should I read them or not? Yeah, go for it. Take I fifty five south from Chicago to I eighty west. <laughs> get off on Manuka on Ridge Road and go south to Manuka Road. That's not right. Oh no, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. That's true. turn west yeah. and go to Shady Oaks Road. Follow it and turn south on Brown Road. There you go. Don't go there. You'll probably encounter police. <laughs> no, you will. Yeah, you will. I mean, the the guy who, the people who live by it, they'll let anybody know if somebody goes down there that looks nefarious. Mm-hmm. That's guaranteed. Yep. But if you want, there you go. Not pretty, my problem anymore. I don't know if it was the last time I went there, but I'm pretty sure it might have been the second or last time. It's been over 10 years since I've been there. Well, you and me went when Pokemon Go was big. We didn't go in. Right. I was going to say, we didn't go. We just looked at We and, pulled up to the entrance we, and then we went, nah. We looked at the gate. Because <laughs> well, the, the problem with the cemetery is even if you want to have fun, there's only one way in and one way out. So as soon as you go in, all somebody has to do is block the bridge. Right. There's a bridge uh, over the creek. Yeah. And like then you're just like, well. Hey, what are you guys doing here? Catching Pokemon. Um, I'm like, <laughs> officer, have you seen a Pikachu? <laughs> yeah. I was looking for the one with the, sh- the Santa hat. Yeah. Do you see him? Ghastly. We heard they were big in, <laughs> in cemeteries. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I think there's a Ghastly in the back of my squad car. I'm like, well, all right. Yeah. Well, well, I don't. Mm, well, well, that was a fun summer, though. Hope he's a high. Hope he's got high levels. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I mean, going there at night, because the highway lights it up. So you can see like the creepy gate, but then like it's just darkness. It's yeah. not. It looks like how you'd expect it to look. Yeah, I creepy. mean, it's a typical horror movie type mm-hmm. drive up to it. Just an isolated road, one way, dirt. It does kind of look like it was made in a movie set. It looks like a cartoon. Yeah, it's, it does. It's just intimidating uh-huh. after watching horror movies. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continuing on with yes. uh, our story here. Yes. Celine and her sister Jackie had time to kill over the Christmas break. They decided to go to Oxable Cemetery in Manuka, Illinois to take some. Okay. Not my sentence. Then followed up with an investigation uh, a few days later. The date was December 26, 2013. It started out simply enough, said Celine. We would go to the cemetery with a minimal amount of equipment and collect some EMF-based readings and pictures. I decided not to take a video recorder because all recorded activity happens at night. They arrived around noon, parked their car on the side of Brown Road. Oxable Cemetery has two known ghostly activities. There's a little girl spirit who can pull pranks on you. She seems attracted to cars parked in the cemetery at night. The second type is a ghost portal. I can see why a ghost portal may form from here. The cemetery borders Collins Run, a stream, and Oxable Creek. Flowing water near a place of death can help a ghost portal form. What? Yep, so hold on. We're going to break our story here, and we are going to talk about ghost portals. What the hell is a ghost portal? Thank you. Thank you so much. I knew that was going to happen. Thank you so much. You had the same reaction I did. I was like, (laughs) oh, ghost portal. What? All right. And then just matter-of-factly talking about streams and souls? Yeah. What? Yep. Okay. So we're going to go to Jacob Rice's next article. Good. About uh, Let's go, Jake. finding ghostly portals. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my a God. ghostly portal is a ghost hunter's dream. It's an opening with most, multiple ghost lights and Class A EVP. What does that mean? You ready to go for that? Yep. <laughs> all right. Got all that ready, too. 
Ah. Uh, so, continuing down that rabbit hole. Oh, my God. Jacob Rice has an article, How to Tell the Difference Between a Ghost Light and an Orb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm here. Well, Listen first, up. let's cover the Class A EVP. That's a lot simpler. I'm taking it seriously. Let's what, go. What is happening? EVP classifications. Also, Jacob Rice. Good. I need to learn this for real life stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, I just got the Class A. We're not going to do the whole system. Oh. Class A, though, is type of recording is very clear. People in the immediate vicinity can make out the words used by the spirit, and it can be heard with unaided ears. Is that the top of the chart without going through the whole chart? Yep. Okay. There is no need to playback audio. Class A EVPs usually go with a highly active, intelligent haunting. However, your recorder may not capture the ghost's voice. Ghostly activities has only captured a Class A EVP a couple of times. So he's says he's got them. Some of them. So that's the Class A part. Okay. But we're going to go back to ghost lights and orbs. Yes, please. Orbs are usually semi-transparent and white. They seem to be scattered across your film. Most orbs are not seen by the naked eye either. So or, he's got a picture attached to this, and it's kind of your generic orb so, picture. Looks like, like a light floating around? Yeah, I mean, it's like something on the camera. Maybe the camera got wet at some point. And he says orbs are transparent or semi-transparent and have sphere-like structures Inside them, they're typically pollen or other plant spores. Orbs with streaks are likely water water droplets. That All so, those things make sense. Right. Uh, that's not the case with a ghost light, though. What is a ghost light? Ghost lights are usually an opaque yellow, red, orange, or blue. The common characteristics, characteristics yes. are they appear in remote areas. They're usually seen from a distance, never close up. They interact with noise and other lights. They can cause sound, like a humming or buzzing. They almost always appear in conjunction with an intelligent haunting. Ghost lights are fairly easy to debunk, too. In most cases, their car headlights are naturally occurring gas that occurs above ground, especially in swampy areas. Okay. All makes sense. But, yes, it does. But you're also seeing them where they can't make sense, is what he's saying. Okay. Um where you can where can you find ghost lights in most cases cemeteries ancient stone circles like stonehenge or burial monuments have them many scientists say they're just escaping gas from faults it's true that they seem to cluster along fault lines so there may be some merit to it others say they're likely connected to extraterrestrial activity i don't know who these others are yeah. but all right but we covered Oh, we didn't even cover ghost portals yet. <laughs> yes, get to the portals. We gotta go back to ghost portals. Get to the portals. We're yeah. just covering the facts in the ghost portals. We're not we're not done. So let's find out how to find a ghost portal. God, I wanna know it yesterday. Um this is quotes again. Okay. When found, ghost portals usually occur near a large body of water. It can be flowing water or still water, but water is a key part of creating a ghost portal. So water tends to absorb negative energy from a traumatic event. It also creates an electrical field, another part of a ghost portal. This field helps charge the spirits so they can manifest. Ghosts needs energy to enter our physical world. When a portal opens, it tends to generate so much ghostly activity, you have a difficult time recording it all. It's quite stunning. Ghost lights swirl, spirits speak, apparitions appear. 
you have to be quick to record it because portals do not stay open very long. It usually happens in a burst of five minutes or less. Portals can form at any time, so your team may need to go on a vigil. Thoughts so far? I got more. I see you. Uh, you're reacting though. What do you got? What do you got for me? I don't know. I'm just saying I don't live far away from this. Oh no, you don't. And you're pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> And water on all sides. Yep. Are you part of the portal? Do I? Oh, my God. And it holds on to traumatic events? Mm-hmm. A lot of traumatic events have happened over there. Oh, yeah. Which involve this actual water stream. Oh, yeah. And they continue to happen, you know, every five or so years, probably. Yeah, every, yeah. Tends every, to flood pretty. Well, every hundred year flood happens every six to ten years. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Getting close to being due. I don't like that at all. No. But the point is, you know when your brain is just trying to put pieces together? Yeah. Did you know that I was going to tell you that where you live is a portal to hell today? Oh, God. I mean, I feel like this is a dream come true. Yeah. Well, it could be. <laughs> or a nightmare. <laughs> I say that now laughing until the fucking ghost portal opens my bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. Five minutes of hell. Yep. There you go. Oh. Nicholas, whoa, what? <laughs> we see you turn up. All right. Like, whoa, all right. Come on, guys. Calm down. Get like, back in your portal. And they're like, you want to feel some sleep paralysis? No. Oh, fuck. It's a whole <laughs> gambit. Uh-huh. Damn it. It's not going, man, portal to hell. Yeah, we're just talking about ghost portals so far. Oh, sorry. I mean, I don't know where the ghost portal comes from. It could be hell. I don't know. Well, you know where ghosts usually don't spend most, well, there's a veil. What's behind that veil? I don't know. Me neither. I mean, heaven's supposed to be cool, so they're probably not leaving there to come hang out in Manuka. I mean, that that spirit needs to prioritize, check his priorities. Yeah. Because, like, come on. You man. know what I really miss? <laughs> the nook. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exit, right. exit 122 off I-80. That's where I want to be. Yeah. Okay. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I want I want 24-hour Arby's. <laughs> Get out of here, ghost. <laughs> yeah. Go home. Yeah, leave. You're drunk. Yeah. Uh, you died for a reason, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. So. Beef and cheddar, man. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. You can tell the portal will open when you see strange lights form like streaking yellow, blue, and red lights. Some may look like lightning bolts on a small scale. You may also hear a buzzing sound when it first opens and again when it's about to close. In some cases, you'll find artifacts at the portal's location. For ghosts, it's usually a fine powder or something like crystals. If the portal was interdimensional, you could find objects like arrowheads, feathers, or an object from the other world. Excuse me. Mm. Excuse me. All right. I'll just accept that as a fact. Fact. I don't know what those objects would be. Anyways. I don't know. Continue, please. You can also feel the surge of paranormal energy regular folks you'll begin to feel disoriented weak cold or get a headache animals in the area may become agitated and try to run away psychics tend to have magnified abilities they'll find they have more clarity peacefulness and calmness their protective shielding may become stronger so that's ghost portals (laughs) now (laughs) that we've established that we can go back to our story okay because we had to know what a ghost portal was after yes. they say that there's a ghost portal possibly in the cemetery. 
Yeah, as soon as I knew there was a thing called a ghost, like looking back, I can't believe I lived in a world where I didn't believe, well, I didn't know that ghost portals were things. Yeah, well. Now I welcome. I, now welcome. I, now I live in that world. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. So, back to Celine. Celine and Jackie, that's her sister. I don't know if that came up at this point in the story yet, but Celine and Jackie are both sisters who are both psi sensitive. What? I believe that means psychic. It's yeah, spelled right. a little differently, but that's fine. I could be wrong on that, but I think that's what it means. All right, I'll accept their superpowers. Let's go. They started their investigation with a little prayer, and they mentally reached out to whatever spirits were nearby. I just want to point out that might be a bad idea, guys. We like to let the spirits know we mean no harm. We just want to know if they have any messages for us to deliver, Celine said. As the ladies got ready to collect readings, the first ghostly activity happened. I had just turned off the car when the windows lowered. The keys were in my hand, so I know there has no power to lower them. After raising them, the women took their cameras and an EMF meter out of the trunk. As Jackie shut it, the windows lowered again. We gave each other the strangest look. I mean, there was no way this could be electrical. I had the keys in my coat pocket. My car needs the keys in the ignition for this to happen. I'm going to cut that part out, and we're going to move to... Celine thought the little girl could be active, but she and Jackie didn't feel anything to indicate it. Normally, normally one of them would feel a sadness or darkness when a spirit was near. This time, they didn't pick up any vibes. Jackie took the EMF reader and handed it to Celine to collect some readings. The meter showed zero MG, which means no electromagnetic energy present. Okay. Celine got back in the car and raised the windows again. The ladies waited a few minutes to see if they would lower. Then Celine turned her car off and tried to lower them with the switches on the driver's side. Nothing happened. Not even a click. Jackie tried to switch on the passenger's side and nothing happened. They both shrugged their shoulders and prepared to gather baseline readings around the cemetery. As they walked, they could see the car and nothing seemed different. The windows were raised. They walked down to the spot where Collins Run meets Oxable Creek to measure its EMF field and document anything weird. The meter didn't record any spikes. It also had a digital thermometer built in, but was so cold, approximately 27 degrees, it is likely it wouldn't record a decrease in the ambient temperature. From this area, the women lost sight of the car. When they returned to their parking spot, the windows had lowered again. Uh, I just wish we brought a video recorder to record the car, Celine said. I didn't think there would be any activity during the day. All the reports say the little girl is active at night. I will not make this mistake again. So, a lot of the stuff has to do with cars. Yes. Yeah. This little girl is apparently a prankster. Adeline Stevens is the name that's associated with this ghost. Is she um, buried in that? Yep. It's the Damn. headstone that, in that first account I read, said that it was at a school, like it found in, it, in town at a school. So it has to be one of those, I know one of those schools then. Yeah, we know it. I don't know. I couldn't get one to say which school it was. So, you know. Tall tale? I don't know. But right. either way, this is the girl that was attributed to being the one that haunts Oxable Cemetery. Jeez. So, I watched a lot of videos on Oxable Cemetery. I didn't know that there were that many on Oxable Cemetery. Oh my God, are you kidding? Yeah. 
guess what I didn't want to talk about today? What? Ox Sable Cemetery. So what's going on? <laughs> and that's what we're talking about? Well, I mean, that's what we ended up talking about. <laughs> I mean, we're, we I got more. We're, we're still continuing on here. Good. But there's a lot of videos of Ox Sable Cemetery. Of people just walking through their cameras and shit? Or yep, just nighttime, you know? It's on YouTube. Jesus, that's creepy as fuck. It is a creepy cemetery. You can just Google it. Why does it... It's just creepy that... Because, like, this is a local thing, so, like, we both know, like, oh, it's spooky. But people coming from all over to fuck around? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so I watched one video, and it was uh, a group of guys. I'm not entirely sure what the format of their show is, but they had a YouTube show, and... There were other videos of people seeing things and like, it's like weird reflections possibly if you try to like logic it. Yeah. But like, it's, it's weird stuff, but a lot of weird things are going on. But this one video is this group of three guys, they show up and you can tell they're all like kind of freaked out. Like when they roll up. Okay. And then there's somebody already in the cemetery. (sighs) Which put them at ease though because they're like oh there's other people here no this isn't the mall dude no but like that's weird that there were that many people out there i mean it's just five people at this point but the entire time so that like they added their video and all that stuff but then they they kept saying that there's a weird ambient noise happening so at one point in the video there is a weird ambient noise because they they like pointed out in the video like we cut all audio like this is just the the live yeah when we were here and so knowing the area and stuff i'm trying to think of what this could possibly be and it's like a it's not a siren by any means but it's like a hum is it the highway well that's what i thought too but like it pulsates almost all right so that was weird it was like because i was thinking highway there's a few factories that are couple miles away close enough where you know they got the big sirens that go off sometimes but it was nothing like that it's it's hard to explain but it was a weird ambient noise and then in the video they also start complaining so they're there for a while uh like in one point the video is edited so like it jumps around but they're like we've been here at least 20 minutes and this smell was not here earlier and then they just like start complaining about it smells like death and decay like all throughout the whole cemetery and they were kind of weirded out about that which seems reasonable smells would get me to be honest weird smells i believe in a weird smell over like a weird apparition or some fucking orb if i'm there and i smell something weird that was not there a second ago and i've never smelled something like that yeah before yeah they said it was that would get me. putrid yeah that would get me yeah yeah and there was i couldn't believe how many videos there were of uh just our, you know, our local haunted cemetery. It's right there. Yeah. So never looked it up before. Oh, there's a, never mind. There's a back way to get in there. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hmm. the Satan's path or whatever I said. That's how you get in there. <laughs> I mean, look it up for real. If you're not from the area and never heard of it, it's pretty creepy. The caretaker's shed or groundskeeper's shed or whatever. It's just this big cinder block type looking structure Nothing's even stored in there why don't they just knock it down yeah and the doors are always open it's just got upside down crosses painted inside there people having fun yeah i've heard some people that i know you know grew up in the area uh said that you know they've been there and seen like just dead cats in there and stuff like that 
There was um I was hanging out at this is multiple honestly it could very well be multiple decades ago at this point, which is rough to say. But um somebody who lives across the street from or the same street actually would talk about um like groups of people with like with like hoods and torches. I think he's just fucking around. But like a mass of people like gathering around there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, dude, whatever, man. I mean, but these are the stories we would hear. Yeah, that's like why it was hard for us to like, you know, like, oh, that's bullshit. Or right, is it real? Because I didn't know. I thought it was all bullshit until I started reading into this, and I'm like, well, <laughs> like, I don't know now. Yeah, I knew it was always a creepy thing with creepy shit going on, but I'm almost equally weirded out now that like people from all over are hanging out just filming videos in like my backyard, essentially. Yeah. But but that's what that's what I would do if I was going to some other crazy place. Like if I went to tu- fucking Tuttle's Bottom, this road by a river, yeah, and I was start like, running around. Do I see something? A... Or if I try to go through the seven gates of hell in Collinsville, Illinois, I'm like that's all right, true. dude, you got to leave. Yeah. You got to get out of here. I'm just trying to open hell. Yeah, I just want to. No, I'm not going to kill all the animals. Just a one or two sacrifices. Is yeah. it midnight yet? I got to go through that last gate. Yeah. So though. Yes. I said I didn't really want to talk about our no. local Correct. cemetery. Correct. The reason I got on this was because one of the most haunted cemeteries in the country is close by, too. Oh, of course it is. About an hour away. Is it in Illinois? Oh, yeah. Of course it is. And similar to Ox Abel, it has water nearby. Mm. Is that a ghost portal? Mm. Mm. Bachelor's Grove Cemetery is located in Midlothian. That's still so close. Suburb of Chicago. I mean, yeah, probably driving there less than an hour for us. I mean, yeah, it's probably, I would almost even say maybe like under 40 minutes. 45 minutes maybe? Yeah. Probably around there. So the area around that cemetery was originally settled by English homesteaders around 1833. Oh, English people. That's cool. Uh it was abandoned pretty quickly, but come on, guys. The it was originally called the Everton C- Cemetery, after the owner. Uh, it saw its first burials in 1836, but may have had burials prior to it becoming an actual cemetery. It's possible that the area was used for burying immigrant workers that had died while working on the I and M Canal. Yeah. Perfect, right? So, another element that could add to this haunting is a violent history with the mob. God damn it. Supposedly, Snorky. Get out of... Ah, oh, what the fuck? Mr. Al Capone. <sighs> Snork. Snorkerson uh, over here. Yeah, we've talked about Al Capone a little bit on the show before. Yeah, he's getting his own episode eventually. Yeah. Um, he used the secluded cemetery with its uh, nice isolated lagoon... As a dumping spot for bodies. Come on, Snork. Allegedly. I mean, oh, yeah, allegedly. never proven. Right, no, he was a good guy. But, you know, maybe somebody's wearing some cement shoes down there. Uh, we need to explore this lagoon. <laughs> yeah, well. You know, nobody's looking for those bodies. No. Like, they're so long ago and they're just lost. Yep. All right. But Bachelors Grove has seen many hauntings over the last hundred plus years years so i'm gonna read you a little bit from uh wikipedia here 
Okay. About just some of the hauntings. There are, are groups who claim to see orbs of light, strange shadows, and the sounds of arguing voices coming from the lagoon. Not good. No, they're getting snarky with snorky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> Don't kill me, you're going to die. Shit. The, the white lady. She supposedly walks the grounds carrying an infant during the full moon. Uh, there's supposedly a woman that's buried next to an infant, and they believe that that's her. You know, maybe somebody that died during labor or some other. It's a, it's such a specific ghost, the woman in white. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. Uh, which is why we're not doing the woman in white right now. No. The Phantom Farmhouse. What? A ghostly farmhouse. Ugh. You know what I said. Yeah, it's a farmhouse. It's, it's a farmhouse. Ghostly. It's ghostly shit. It's yeah. purported to shimmer, float, and vanish. Duh, what is this? It is most often reported during the 1950s. Uh, there are also reports of the by witnesses of the house shrinking as they approach it, and then it disappears altogether. Strange. A farmer and his plow horse, both victims of a plowing accident. Uh, they became a, were dragged to death in the, you know, the water. It was 1870. A farmer died, and when his horse had plowed too close to the water's edge, they have both been spotted in spirit form. Uh, apparently, the horse emerges from the water, and... The guy follows up after him. They continue to plow the area around the lagoon. And when you try to call out to him, he dissipates into nothing. There's a two-headed ghost near the same water's edge. Okay. I will not rush the two-headed ghost. I didn't write it down. Uh, basically, it was the two-headed ghost is followed by the orbs, light orbs. Jesus. He seems to kind of lead them almost. As late as 1984... Witnesses reported seeing numerous figures dressed in monks' robes throughout the cemetery. The ghostly figure of a monk walking slowly across the cemetery scared a lot of people, and that was seen quite a bit. A black dog. Oh, no. Yeah. You and me have touched on that in just our conversations off the air. Absolutely. Per se. Uh-huh. But... Uh, We'll talk about black dogs at some point. We will. But witnesses in the 1990s reported seeing this manifestation at the cemetery's entrance. It would disappear when approached. The There were phantom cars. Many visitors have reported hearing and seeing ghost cars on the nearby road that approaches the cemetery. Freaking ghost cars. This is another one that we'll have to do. It'll get its own episode. At ghost cars? Point. Well, that. But the bish. What's that? Uh, apparently it was a woman that after getting a job in Texas in the 1990s, she this woman would visit this place to mourn for a friend of the Kip family. She is reportedly heard talking about the Kip family and using vulgar language. This is so specific. Right? And it's, a, it's a very precise story. We're not going to talk about that anymore because it's intriguing, and I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole quite yet. It's a whole thing. I want to do that justice. We'll get there. Justice. Yeah. 
whatever. Um, but so the white lady is a, a whole thing with the cemetery. It's like the biggest haunt kind of for the cemetery. But the weird thing was it ran in the Chicago sun times, a photo. No. Yeah. It's a woman sitting on a grave. She seems somewhat, she seems to be an apparition. Uh And when the photo was taken, there was nobody there. So it made it into a big newspaper. Right. And uh, yeah, you can Google that. Just look that up. It's, if you search Bachelors Grove, it's probably going to be one of the first pictures. It's just a lady sitting on a a grave. And it's, I mean, if it's an apparition, it's pretty solid. Like, it's weird and pretty eerie regardless. So, unlike our small, smaller haunted cemetery where a lot fewer people seem to go. Yeah. Bachelor's Grove has a ton about it, which I already thought Oxable had a ton. But when you try to get into Bachelor's Grove... So much more? It's too much. Like, you can't get first-hand accounts, really. Like, not well. Like, we got a a good story out of... Uh, I forgot their names. Serene and... Celine and Jackie. Oh, I was yeah. close. Yeah, we were close. Uh, we got a good story out of them, though. Like, you know, first-hand account. There's too many. They're just They just get buried on uh, Bachelor's Grove. However, I found a couple that are pretty good. Okay. So, we'll dive into them. Sure. This is from Haunted Rooms. Okay. And it's just a little quote about uh, a psychic experience. All right, that'll do. So, famous Chicago psychic Ken Melvoin Berg encountered the ghost of a young boy who has left quite an impression on him. He and a reporter from the Chicago Tribune visited the graveyard in 2006 when he encountered the spirit of a young boy who was very persistent. I believe 2006 was about the time this photo, the big photo kind of popped out. Okay. So, got some traction. Got it. So, they clearly heard the child's voice crying out to them, telling them he had lost his silver coin. Ken, the psychic, momentarily went into a trance, headed toward a pond which was filled with filthy green muck, Entered the water. When he was knee-deep, he touched the bottom and slowly lifted a small object covered with mud. It was a 1942 Walking Liberty half-dollar coin. The coin was exactly where the spirit said it would would be. So that's weird. Yeah, that is odd. I mean, yeah. I want to play the devil's advocate here, though, real quick. That's in my head right now, so please say it out loud. I mean, this guy might have just had a coin in his hand and just walked out there and been like, hey... Very possible. Like I made, I made up that boy's voice, and look at me. I'm. He's like, oh, I found a coin. But a 1942 Walking Liberty half dollar coin. I don't know what that means exactly, but it sounds old. So, you know, what are the odds that you have one of those on you? I mean, how if it's mu- like a, like I found a 2006 nickel. Look, <laughs> <laughs> right. I just wonder how many. Again, just to play devil's advocate. Again, all we do is talk facts here. But just to play devil's advocate. How many like lagoons has he pulled this coin out of? Yeah, I mean, I I want to give the guy all the benefit in the world, but like, eh. 
there's some questions that I need kind of filled in there. Right. Or like, what if, again, just to play devil's advocate, what if we planted the coin? Like, was that, what if it wasn't even on him? Like, he put it there in the muck, and he's like, it'll probably be there in two days. I don't know. I mean, at that point, you're digging around in the mud for a while. You'd think, right? Yeah. It's much easier to kind of like I'm, no, do it's the whole. So much easier. Oh, I, Nickel out of the water. I found it. Half dollar out of the water. Oh, my God. He talked to a spirit. But I, mean, I, mean, I, I, I will it. also play along. Right. But that, sometimes it's hard to. So it's like, all right, man. I, without, without being there, in, like, I need more context. I'm reading this off of a, a blog, essentially. But that's the healthy. Like, you have to go into it like that. No, you should. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you just. If you just go in, I mean, like, I'm like Mulder. I want to believe, right? And if you just go in believing everything, like, oh yeah, Donnie found a coin there. Like, well, mm-hmm. Do you want to ask any questions? No, God, he's a psychic. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But, well, all right, good for you. So, like I said, though, it is actually hard to find a lot of firsthand accounts. Uh huh. So I went to Yelp. Bachelors Grove has got a Yelp. Check it out. I mean, that's where people go to die. Yelp.com/slash/biz/slash Bachelor's Grove Cemetery Midlothian. So absurd. David H. from Sydney, Australia. Get out of here, David. What are you doing? This is my second trip to this haunted place, and it did not disappoint. David. My uncle and I both found the same sport, I think it's spot, without talking to each other. That seemed to change about 15 degrees in temperature for a 10-foot section and then went back up again. David. Last time I was here... An old car kept making noises on the road, and there were no cars on the road. David. Weird. <laughs> so that's what David has to say. Weird. Other accounts said that the highway is very close, and you cannot ignore the highway sounds. But that's what David had to say. Mm-hmm. Iris. Iris, what do you got for me? The vibe is intense. Ooh. Definitely will make the hair on the back of your neck stand on end. Ooh. It is not a very place you ought. It's not. Whoa. Is it Come Iris? On, Iris. Iris isn't putting it's it in not a senses. place you ought to bring infants or small children with the same visit. In parentheses, some lady did this. Children are very <laughs> susceptible to negative energy. As others have reported over the years, there's a lot of activity at Bachelors Grove. It does not feel malicious or mean. More forlorn. Mm. Which I love the word forlorn. It's great. Good job, Iris. It's good. It's good use of a thesaurus. Also, there was a period of time where it's apparent that something was trying to get my husband's attention. We caught a few interesting visuals of this on video. Next time, share the videos, Iris, please. Thank you. Come on, Iris. But thank you for your review. Yeah. Uh, LT. Bachelor's Grove is teeming with life. If you can find your way into it, be prepared to meet people from all over. On every, any given night, you can probably find gang members from the South Side, students from Wisconsin, or Satanists from Iowa. Everyone's ready to trade tales, pop photographs, and have a drink or three while you tromp around seeking spooks and spirits. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Yelp review. Yep. I feel like that. This one reads like a Yelp review. That, that I mean, it was a Yelp review. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. Right, right. So, I feel like that was all Al's experience right there. I think he met all those people. It's very it had to too have been. specific almost. Hey, who are you? I'm Carl. I'm a Satanist from Iowa. Yeah. Oh, cool. Greetings. Yeah. Oh, nice. hi. I'm a 
David, a gangster from the South Side. Hey, I got a, I got a spare MGD in my cooler. You want it? Yeah, okay, man. Thanks. Yeah. I'll take it. That's cool. So I got a Paps. You want to trade? Sounds sure. like he had a good time, though. I, I cut out a lot of the fat from that, but those were the highlights of his quote. Oh my God, there's such good highlights. Mm-hmm. Joan S. I thought it was just the two of us who had the experience. My boyfriend and me. This is still from Yelp, but good. It was not my imagination that this place was cold, probably 30 or 40 degrees colder than the temp anywhere else. We only went there at night, usually with a couple quarts of beer. Me and Rich in his TR3. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, say it again. Me and Rich in his TR3. Don't know what that means. I think that's her boyfriend at the time. Yeah, what, is her, That's a car, right? What's a TR3? I don't know. I don't know. if that, Maybe I, it's a motorcycle. It sounds cool. She's... She seemed like she had a good time. It does sound cool. Sounds like a song lyric. It, it does, yeah, it does. Anyways. Me and Rich and TR3 with a couple of quarts of beer. And a spirit and me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. Yeah. Nailed it. Done. All right. So you had to park on a small dirt road and walk in. I remember the fence was falling down and the overgrowth was so thick it was a struggle to climb through it. We carried flashlights. There was always the feeling of being watched, but we figured it was our imagination running wild. Other people, our friends, said they had heard clinking and rattling sounds like chains, but we never did. Our sighting was as we were driving away one night. We were even back on the main road, an unlit two-lane winding street through the woods. Couldn't be missed. And we saw in the treetops over the area of the cemetery in the distance flashing red, flashing lights, red and green. We stared in amazement. We had just left a place that was completely deserted. There are no homes in the area. It must have been a UFO. Years later, I heard of another report of bright darting lights in the same area. My regret to this day is not going back for a closer look. Ah, shit. So, that's maybe those uh, ghost lights that we talked about. That would be awesome. Or a UFO. I don't know. But yeah, those are uh, just some Yelp reviews of the cemetery. Man, that's an amazing thing that I'm glad exists. A lot of the other ones were like, hey, don't go here at night. You will be arrested. So don't do that. Boring. Yeah. But uh, apparently you can go there during the day. And just party and drink with friends? (laughs) Well, because it's part of the, there's a state park nearby. And I guess it's... So it's just park hours? Yeah. So you can go... yes dawn till dusk so you can go we from can, my understanding i would look that up we don't can, uh we can go don't take my uh ad lib as fact honestly more cemeteries should be like communal places right i mean i mean it's we, there to hang out right but uh yeah it's i'm gonna want to do a bachelor's grove part two because it was almost too much to take in at one point. There's a lot of side stories Good. and history and just a lot of facts. We'll come back. Yeah. I got kind of stuck into Auxable. Which? Just because for me, it was, even though I've known it for so long, right? I was learning so much. I had no idea. Oh, you know I'm very happy you got stuck there. Yeah. It was, uh, I'm very happy about that. I mean, I just kind of wanted to be like, hey- I'm going to talk about, we have a local haunted cemetery, supposedly, 
But here's this one that's like super haunted. It's in like the top 10 most haunted places in the country. Right. Like, which is a lot. It's a big place. But, you know, then I kept learning more and more on our local cemetery. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is cool. I'm not saying we're going exploring, but. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that. It's so relatively early on uh, the night that we're recording this. Oh, my God. Can we, can we not do that tonight? Probably not. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That would be silly. That would be uh, wildly irresponsible. That would be true. <laughs> that oh. is true. Oh, I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, wildly irresponsible. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah I yeah. stand by what I said. No, it's. I agree. Um, Bad news, don't do that. But I did want to talk about both of these cemeteries. I have a giant list of things I want to talk about on this podcast, and it's kind of nice I got to knock out uh, two and... One shot ish. I mean, it was great. Well, they're coming back though at some point. They better. Maybe Oxable won't, unless I learn more about this gate to hell. We're. I don't. You know what you did to me? I'll be up at three thirty <laughs> in the morning looking up gates of hell to Oxable. Yeah. Like wow. I mean, we've done an episode on gates of hell, and Oxable never popped up. No, it didn't. That's true. And I always meant to get back that that episode, the portals to hell or whatever I called it. Like that one was like a part one of like part three that I never got back to because yeah. there was so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot to take in. Haunted stuff is cool. I wanted to do a haunting. <laughs> I feel like it been a little bit. Has it qualifies been a bit since yeah. we've done a haunting. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think so. yeah, I don't know. The last one was there one since like I talked about ghosts at the Congress Palace. No, I think that was the last one. I think it was the last one. Yeah. It was a little while back now. I know, right? Crazy. Yeah. But awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, the I&M Canal. is amazing. Lots of people dying. Not cool. The mob. A lot of trauma going on there. You know, that's what they say a lot of uh, hauntings come from. Makes sense. So, you know. Of of all the facts we talk about, like the trauma should I believe the most. Yeah. Because that's impactful. It's emotion. That's energy. You can, I mean, being a living person, when a living person feels trauma next to you, you feel that energy. Yeah, and if you believe what uh, Jake has to say, Jake Rice. I'd like to. Let's yeah, go, Jake, Jake Rice. Jacob. I'm going to hopefully reach out to him soon. But uh, if you believe what he has to say about the ghost portals and everything, that water traps that, <sighs> I can get behind that. Amazing. So can I, yeah, it makes sense. Water is life. Yeah. H2O, baby. Yeah, water is life, but you get too much of it, leads to bad things. Mm-hmm. That's wild. But yeah, there we go. Some uh, cemetery hauntings. And I wanted to talk about this because we're recording this right now, but uh, we're getting close to fall. Fact. So. Ultimate fact. Fall. Spooky season. Uh-huh. You can go do uh, tours of Bachelor's Grove. Like, you can do haunted tours and stuff. And I don't believe that's available for Oxable Cemetery near us, but... In Chicago, you can do haunted tours, and apparently this is a big one to do, and that's why there's too much to kind of take in. But if you're in the Chicago area or, you know, looking to visit or something, Halloween, fall, it's going to be a big, big thing. So check it out. We might be there. We probably should go. Oh, yeah, I figured we would be. Because you can go there at night if you're part of this group. Yes. You don't have to go during the day. Yes. And that's when apparently all the orbs 
and all that crazy stuff. Oh my god, I'm be going with like my that uh, my, a lot of the Yelp reviews say that you will not leave there without experiencing something bizarre. I'll keep bring my PK meter. I'll have like my ghost trap. Yeah, uh, my GoPro. Your GoPro, Ghost Pro. My Ghost Pro. Beautiful. That's what it's called now. Yeah. Zach's Ghost Pro. Mm-hmm. Catching spirits. But yeah, so get ready for the holiday season with getting spooky um, and uh, all fuck. sorts of haunted stuff. We have to do something real special for Halloween. Yeah, we we will. Have out of to. control. The whole month will be out of control. Well, because we started this probably right after Halloween last year, right? November. I think it was close to Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we're coming up on a year ish. It's true. It is coming. Yeah. With that'll be a big deal too. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, very, we got a lot of cool things happening. It's very good, pleased. It's a good time to be uh, getting weird. Yeah, and getting, staying spooky. Staying so spooky. Uh, you got anything else you want to say? I'm. No, it's awesome. No, I mean, pretty just, good on Bachelor's Grove and uh, the Oxable Cemetery. Yes, just the default cool stuff. If you have been to the Oxable Cemetery, hey, what if I decided to give a tour of the Oxable Cemetery and just decided that's what I was doing? So, like, when the cops came, like, no, I'm just giving a tour. Yeah, I mean, like, sir, it's twelve thirty at night. I'm like, look, there's headstones. It's cool. Yeah, just look at them. That's probably fine, right? Yeah, they probably won't do anything. Or you just make ghost noises and pretend you're a ghost. Well, I was thinking in my head about where I could hide little speakers, like woo. <laughs> I'll be like, get away from there. Yeah. What? Or like have like a hide like a strobe light. So in, just in the woods. Oh my god, that'd be so scary. That would be scary. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, right, that'd be scary. Yeah, if you didn't know it was out there. You're like, what? You're just hanging out, and you're like, meh. Well, it's the woods. How long is that extension cord? Where's that plugged into? You can strip batteries, dude. That's what batteries are for. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, if you've been to a creepy cemetery, like Bachelors Grove or the Axable Cemetery, you can, or any cemetery in your, your local town, if that seems crazy yeah. to you. Tell us about your local uh, haunted cemeteries, because I want to look up more of them. They're cool. Yeah, everything is fun. Mm-hmm. So you can email us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, Weird and Feared, if you would like to give us an audio rendition of your story, you can go to anchor.fm slash weirdandfeared, leave us a cool voice memo, Do it. and get in on that. And if you would like to help contribute to more things we can afford to do with this beautiful program, just go to the Patreon, Weird and Feared, and we're there. Yeah. Anything reasonable, anything you choose. Your cho- right now it's your choice. It's um dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. We just want to keep it ad-free. You call it. And right. Keep it rolling. Absolutely. But yeah. Get ready. Good things are coming. Stay spooky, guys. Yeah. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Boom.